Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July 1st, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good, feeling well. Um, Let's see, I decided to switch things up for a bit. It's been a while since I've done this, but I went for a walk. That was kind of nice. I kind of beat the rain. I was, uh, you know, I think it had rained before I'd gone out or maybe like, you know, when I wake up, whatever. And uh, it was nice. It was nice uh, taking in some nature, um, you know, going from point to point. I don't know. <laughs> it reminds me that I used to walk a lot uh, when I was younger in my teenage years. Uh, I would just walk around the neighborhood listening to music. And now I'm, you know, 32 years old and I'm walking around listening to podcasts. So, you know, it's nice. It's interesting. Uh, we'll call it a full circle moment. I don't know. But um, that being said, it'd be nice to make it maybe more of a regular thing. But then again, we'll see. My feet be hurting sometimes after work weeks. So, you know, who can say? But it, it was just nice to, to, to do that. Uh, food Corner. Let's see. I uh, I was at Red Baron. Or I was at... Wouldn't it be cool if there was a Red Baron store? No, uh, no, I would kind of be mid uh i was at a kroger and this was last week and i had saw i don't maybe i mentioned this or not but i don't think i did i saw that they had had on sale a red baron pizza for like five bucks and normally i you know walk past red baron don't think twice but this one was like it was loaded quote unquote and the, and the crust looked thick looked like a pretty big pizza so i was like all right for five bucks why not let's let's take a walk on the wild side so, I got this pizza out, I added some sauce, I added, like, like hot sauce, like sriracha, things like that, I added some onions, just to make it extra, even though it was already supreme pizza, so I'm pretty sure there was onions on there, and yeah, had that for dinner, it was, uh, it was okay, I, I definitely got it closer to the well-baked side, which was kind of unfortunate for me, but at the same time, it was still good, so I'm not, like, complaining, and I'd rather it be cooked and not, like, um, you know, underbaked. That's obviously, you know, kind of lame, kind of not good. But, yeah, overall, it was a good Friday. So far, we're having a good Saturday morning. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, do our proper, um, I don't know, intro, and then we'll get into the news. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's definitely summer. I'm sweating already. All right. Okie dokie dokie. Um, from NBC News, January 6th defendant arrested near Obama's home had guns and 400 rounds of ammunition in his van. Um, this is becoming an all-too-classic tale. I don't know why I highlighted all of that article. That's weird. Um, but um, a Trump supporter who stormed the Capitol wearing a Make Space Great Again hat had two guns and 400 rounds of ammunition in his van 
when he was arrested Thursday near former President Barack Obama's home. A federal prosecutor said on Friday that Taylor Toronto, a 37-year-old man first identified by online sleuths in August of 2021, also had a machete in the van um, that he appeared to be living in. So, I mean, it makes sense. He's on his Punisher arc. He's, you know, he's out here. He's protesting for Trump. And, you know, he's going to slay his enemies. I don't, I don't fucking know. He'd be on this yee-yee sheet. He's, <laughs> he's about that life. Um, but he currently faces four misdemeanor counts in connection with the January 6th, um, you know, prosecution. So, I mean, he's, he's, he's ready for this action. Uh, I don't know, though. Uh, I don't, maybe he just hasn't been charged yet. Um... But it's just crazy that I, I think he lives in the Washington area. So, like I said, I mean, he's been doing protests, making the rounds. I think at one point when McCarthy had said, oh, I'm going to make um, the footage viewable to people um, who are being prosecuted in the January 6th um, trial. This guy's like, hey, let me see my shit. Let me see my shit. And I think he was like griping about it on social media. But um, also, I guess Trump had posted a supposed whereabouts of like where the Obamas lived. And then this Tarantino or sorry, Toronto guy um, reposted it as like, yeah, you know, we got these losers surrounded. <laughs> and I, I don't know, maybe he was scheming. Maybe he was like planning his 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 great heist. He was going to be on his uh, De Pepe shit. You know, if you know, you know, Um. I'm glad, obviously, this didn't go to pass. Though, I guess this is a tangent before we move on to the next thing. I'll say it before I say it again. I have a bit of a, a, a blind spot when it comes to Obama. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, I get the criticism. It's always going to be valid. I understand it. Like, for sure. But I'm never going to be mad to see a black man make it. I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry. So, yeah, I'm trying to see him. I'm trying to see his family, all right? I'm trying to see them good, all right? It, look... If I podcasted my ass off and I got a chance to meet Obama, yeah, I'm going to take it. And, oh, are you going to be critical of Obama? No, I'm fucking not. I would not be. I, I just wouldn't. <laughs> There's a high likelihood I just wouldn't. Like, you're not going to catch me like, you know, Obama, I got you in a corner now. I'm not going to frost Nixon him. I just don't, I, I wouldn't see that happening. <laughs> but um, that being said, you know, I obviously realized, yeah, no, he's just another fucking politician who became a president and he you know did fucked up shit along the way for sure for sure for sure we agree um moving on uh more fucked up shit i guess you could say but i mean i guess this is a good news for one person um from abc news fox news settles lawsuits for uh brought by former employee uh for 12 million dollars so yes i believe it's abby grossberg she got her bag. Um, Fox News has settled a pair of lawsuits brought by former employee brought by former employee for twelve million dollars, according to a statement issued on Friday by the employee's attorney, marking the latest settlement for the network as it faces a series of legal challenges. Um, now, Abby Grossberg was a producer, I guess more specifically a senior booker. Um, and she worked with Maria, uh, Maria Bar Bartiromo and Tucker Carlson. 
Oh, man, that was bad. I did not cycle that one. Oopsie. Oopsie. Um, but um, I believe what a senior booker does is more or less just make sure, like, hey, their talent's good. They book, like, any kind of, like, uh, maybe counter talent that they have to, like, you know, have conversations with. I don't really know the ins and outs of it. But more or less just, you know, she's a producer. So, um... You know, uh, she had said that um, she filed two lawsuits accusing the network of fostering a toxic atmosphere, uh, victimizing women, and claiming its legal team coerced, intimidated, and misinformed her as it battled the lawsuit brought by uh, Dominion Voting Systems. Another thing we've talked about as related to Fox News, uh, you know, they're essentially you know, huge pivot to just be like, hey, we're going to slam Dominion Voting System saying that they are cheating, they are, you know, uh, fraudulent, yada, yada, yada. And I guess they had Grossberg uh, more or less trying to lie. And she felt pressured into doing this and like delivering a testimony that she didn't believe as um, uh, genuine or as, I I keep hearing this word a lot, authentic. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I guess... um, She's won in, in both cases because also she's saying, hey, that it was a toxic um, work environment, especially for women, which, you know, you've also covered that, too. How, like, behind the scenes, like, Tucker Carlson and just other staff were just saying and doing the most misogynistic shit possible. Um, referencing to the, the, the photo of Nancy Pelosi's boobs. I think they were throwing darts out or whatever. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Shit's crazy. <laughs> um... But yeah, I mean, this is a dub in terms of, like, sticking it to a shitty company. We love to see it. But I'm not a Abby Grossberg fan. I, I'm She works at Fox News. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think you're good people. Like, I get it. Get get your money. I understand. Um, and then also here, get your money. That's $12 million. Shit, you deserve it. <laughs> uh, you had to work at Fox News. So, um, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not going to lie, I initially thought this was some, like, Tucker Carlson-related thing, but it is because, you know, Abby Grossberg worked for Tucker Carlson. So I was like, oh, okay, I get it now, I understand. Um, but, you know, all the same, I, I did find this interesting that, um, you know, Fox News is continuing just to keep doling out that fucking money. <laughs> um, and also, too, that they didn't want to actually, I guess, take it to trial. Um, they had initially said that... Um, um, they called her allegations uh, false. You know, they said that this is more or less bullshit. And, you know, for them to say that and then kind of about face like, oh, no, you know, everything's cool. Everything's fine. And Abby Grossberg is also like, hey, you know, I'm glad that they are acknowledging that, like, you know, this should happen more or less with the money. So I'm paraphrasing, of course. But, um, yeah, interesting news. Uh, she talks about, oh, she was so sick. Oh, she was so upset about having to lie or you know all this shit like okay yeah dude like do it or fucking don't (laughs) i don't know i don't know maybe that's the that's the milwaukee's best talking i just at the end of the day do the right thing but you're at fox news you're working at fox news so that's like that's like like uh seeing a stormtrooper or some shit like oh yeah i realized i fucked up or like this is this is too fucked up it's actually it's saying this is too fucked up you guys are asking me to do something that is against the law like i can't do it but it's like i can help produce this bullshit that's like just tearing out the fabric of america i don't fucking know i don't fucking care let's move on i've talked about this enough and i'm already sweating (laughs) 
Um, the next uh, article we have is from Next Shark, which sounds like Game Shark, which um, makes me a little nostalgic for a little bit of handheld gaming. Anyway, that's not what this is about. Sorry. Um, Chinese influencer exposed for posing as Russian soldier fighting in Ukraine. Uh, this was an influencer story, piqued my interest, I wanted to talk about a Chinese influencer who talked about his experience fighting in Ukraine as a Russian soldier has been banned from Douyin after online sleuths exposed him as a fraud. Um, he is known as Pavel Korchati on the Chinese social media platform. Um, and he has 380,000 followers before his account was ultimately banned on June 16th. Um, his content fe- uh, mainly featured him speaking in Mandarin, Mandarin, sorry, about his firsthand experiences on the Russia-Ukraine battlefield that were completely made up. And it's funny that these um, online sleuths, like, they were able to be like, mm, something's wrong here. Like, one, you're posing at this, like, nuclear power plant that uh, it just, it can't be in, it can't be in uh, Ukraine. Like, it, 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 that just didn't happen. Like, you're saying you you fought back the uh, the U.S. and these drones and, like, you just did this full Call of Duty mission and shit. Like, that's cool, 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 cool. But it just didn't happen. And uh, that's not the plant that you're saying it is. It Like, that's a plant in China. <laughs> they also reference that his accent, um, it's, it's from a specific area, like the Henan area. Uh, so it's like, mm, that's a little bit weird. That's, that's adding up to something. And then also, um, the filters that he were, he was using, it was like, it, it was one of those like filters where they, it, it completely augments your face. And he was literally adding a whole ass beard to his face and that shit was just so weird because to me a lot of face filters just um they come off as like like uncanny valley or some shit you know like they just especially in like the lips and the eyes like the the chin all of the face filters just look so weird when they like go heavy on the augmenting and like in this guy like if you watch any of the videos or say anything about him he um he just like his lips it's really the lips for me like no this isn't a real person this looks fucking made up um so yeah he played himself here a bit but um pavel korchati started an e-commerce business which offered uh imported russian goods such as honey and vodka after he gained hundreds of thousands of followers online according to reports so i mean it makes sense that he was doing this grift to essentially sell a brand. I mean, this really isn't that different than an Alex Jones, only you're just LARPing as a soldier instead of, um, I don't know, an uh, information war hero. I don't know. <laughs> but um, it was an interesting play. Uh, I-, I guess he probably made some money. I'm sure some people bought some vodka or some honey from this motherfucker. Um, hopefully it was good. Hopefully it came on time. But, um, yeah, I think he then makes a pivot after being exposed, and um, he changes his username to Wang Kang Mai, which is Wang Anti-America. Okay, hella based. Okay, awesome. Go off. Um, And wrote in his bio that he was the vanguard against America. He was eventually banned by Douyin for spreading false information. 
That's fair. I mean, your whole identity is false and everything you're talking about made up didn't happen. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm curious if maybe a guy like this makes an, a, a reappearance somewhere else. Um, I, you know, I love a good grift. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I like talking about fraud. I like talking about scams. Um, I mean, this was very weird, very interesting to me. You got to have a big old set of brass ones to literally say like, yo, especially in this day and age, 2023, that like, I'm going to show you an area. I'm going to show you a backdrop. I'm going to show you my face that I've completely altered and made up. And you're going to fucking believe me. What a bridge to fucking sell. <laughs> All right. We got one more thing to cover before I let you go. Um, but speaking of selling things, we're about to talk about selling some fucking beer. And the perils of selling some fucking beer in capitalist societies. Um, but let's go ahead and... Uh, uh, let's, uh, you know, light one up. There, there you go. That's, you can say that on YouTube, right? Ooh-wee. Ooh. By the way, Milwaukee's Best, not sponsored, but maybe I should be as much as I fucking drink it. Think about it. Um, from Gizmodo, Dylan Mulvaney speaks out against Bud Light for lack of support. Uh, now, we've covered this before, at least in terms of um, Dylan Mulvaney's um, campaign that she had with uh, Bud Light. Um, and she's a trans influencer. They gave her a can with her face on it. Apparently, I didn't know this. This is actually on April 1st, which I don't know. That, that makes me even feel like even worse to me because really how they bailed, like how they just truly about it faced on her, um, you know, when the times got fucking rough. And I know that a lot of people are talking about the numbers like, well, they lost so much fucking money, 23% as compared to last year. Oh, my gosh. What a loss. But at the end of the day, I just, um, it, it really didn't, it, it bothered me. So to see her response to it, and, and I was like, all right, I want to talk about it. I'm going to consider this a really worthwhile update and just, you know, do some coverage on it. Um, but Dylan Mulvaney, a trans influencer who is sponsored by Bud Light for two Instagram posts, is speaking out after receiving hate mail and threats while reportedly receiving no support from the beer company. The sponsorship garnered, garnered a mass anti-trans response and calls for a boycott, which has decimated Bud Light sales since Mulvaney's April 1st post. Now, they, they use the word decimated. I understand that. But this is something that I, I've said before that I do think inevitably the, the shoe was going to drop for Bud Light. They had kind of like repurposed themselves they wanted to be a little bit more socially positive, I think, and uh, quote unquote get away from frat culture. So they made some strides to do that, and I think it just coincided like that. People like an anti-trans movement was like, "No, we're gonna be so fucking against this shit." Kid Rock, all these motherfuckers, you know, Matt Walsh, ugh, ugh. you know, all these motherfuckers are just like, "We hate you so much," and. Um, to see Bud Light completely buckle under that pressure, under that scrutiny, it's just, it's frustrating to me on a lot of levels. Um, 
I get it. You're trying to preserve the bag and you're trying to about face. But at the end of the day, I've seen plenty of companies back a bad horse. I've seen New Balance, Taco Bell, all these motherfuckers either silently or loudly support people like Donald Trump. And guess what? At the end of the day, when the tables turned, no one's fucking doing pitchforks with them. And at the end of the day, who gives a shit about that? Because it's money that talks. They make their money back. They're still fine. They're still making fucking money. And to see... Um, but like do the serpentine zigzag bullshit because all this didn't work exactly as we planned. I just think it's so fucking shitty. And I think it's so terrible because at the end of the day, someone like Dylan Volvaney is caught in the crosshairs of that. You know, they have to completely now like change their life, live in fear because people are now like hunting them and you have no support. The company that like gave you the merchandise with your face on it isn't even backing you anymore. You know, they're not they're not even like saying anything in support of you. So I, I, I thought that shit was fucked up. So yeah, let's go ahead and read what she has to say. Um what I'm about to tell you might sound like old news. Um, but you know that feeling you have um when something uncomfy uh sitting in let me read this back again, I'm sorry. But you know that feeling when you have something uncomfy sitting on your chest? Well that's how I feel right now. Um she told viewers that uh, she took a brand deal with a company that I loved, but after the backlash the sponsorship received, she needed uh, to speak out in response to the lack of support she received from the brewing company. Um, for a company to hire a trans person and then not um, publicly stand by them is worse, in my opinion, than not hiring a trans person at all. Because it gives customers permission to be transphobic and um, hateful as they want. And the hate doesn't end with me. It has a serious and grave consequences. It has serious and grave consequences for the rest of our community. Um, and I think this was Wednesday when Brandon Whitworth, the CEO of uh, Anheuser-Busch, um, he made a statement that Bud Light has supported LGBTQ since 1998. So that's 25 years, and we've said um, from the beginning we'll continue to support the communities and organizations that we supported for decades. Just in that statement alone, you could have easily supported the person you gave Bud Light cans to, like, on April. And you just didn't. Like, you, you, you skirted the publicity, the problem, the scandal. Like... At the end of the day, I get it. This is the CEO speak. They're trying to just slither on through this fucking problem. But it, it is in a way that I just feel is just completely actually non-supportive. And, and hey, I'm not surprised. You know, I'm not surprised to see Target shrink their shit. I'm not surprised to see Starbucks do the same fucking thing. At the end of the day, these motherfuckers aren't really fucking allies. They aren't really a fucking about it. I, I get it. Whatever. But at the end of the day, to just completely just desert, like, someone, I just think it's really fucked up. The least you could do is be like, no, we do stand with this person. Y'all are fucked up for, for making this stink. But they do say, like, oh, well, we care about our drivers. We care about our distributors. So you are aware that people are out of fucking pocket being wild as hell. But, like, yet again, you just don't support the person that th this all sparked from. And I think that's fucked up. I think that's messy. I, I, I don't like to see it. I give it tomato, tomato, tomato. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, front row, center. Um, but that's really all I got for today. I know I'm kind of waxing long and poetic here. 
But um, I thank you so much for tuning in for my, you know, my fever dream, my rant. <laughs> but um, if you'd like to support the effort, I do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Isaiah News. If you'd like to become a newsie, you can get on this road call that I'm about to do. Did I say road call? I meant to say roll call. Once it loads up, let me get these names front and center. All right, to my newsies. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. That's Morse code. I don't know what that meant. Um, but shout out to Stephanie Renee, the queen. Thank you. Thank you. Denver McIntosh. Thank you, sir. Thank you for always supporting and being a homie. We see you. We love you. Edward Haas. The leader of Commander's Conclave. Also, round of applause for becoming a YouTube partner. We love to see it. We love to see it. Um, if you are not watching, please go check out Commander's Conclave. It is an amazing YouTube production. Um, if you're into any kind of magic, any kind of Commander EDH, uh, they do that every week. Um, they, they're, they're always posting. It's always good shit. I love watching it. That's actually the kind of stuff I'm literally now, since I'm like a Patreon subscriber, I get to like watch early and I'm like, hell yeah. So I'm watching like on my job. So hell yeah, dude, I'm sticking it to the man and I'm fucking watching my boys fucking crank out on some magic. We love to see it. We love it. We love it. We love it. We love it. So you become a newsie, you can share in this love, bask in this radiance, and um, also if you'd like to, you know, contact the podcast, talk to me, um, that's available. Um, if you're on the Discord, that's already a thing, Patreon members already get that, but it's also a free thing. Uh, I do have a Gmail, gmail.com, what is it, Isaiah, 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 News one at gmail.com, and then also I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Uh, we reference the YouTube. Hopefully you've hit subscribe. Uh, hopefully you hit the like button. Um, also, I don't know if they're robots on Twitter. If you're bots, I don't care. I'm happy to see you. Thank you for, for you know, following me on Twitter. Hi, bleep or bleep. Um, you know, we love to see every follow. We love to see that all. Um, thank you so much. Um, and yeah, thank you uh, so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.